You're listening to the Missionary Perspective Podcast with veteran missionaries Eric Johnson and Joshua Mead. We're glad you could join us. We trust this podcast will be both a blessing and a challenge as we relate topics in world evangelism from a missionary perspective. Now, here's Josh and Eric. Well, hi, Josh. Good morning. Uh, how are things going for you in Senegal, West Africa today? Excellent. It is hot today, but uh, today is kind of a day off. This is a special holiday in Senegal called Magal Tuba, and it's unique to Senegal. About two million people are descending on one town, the holy city of Tuba, and um, they have special prayer times. Um, Moridism is a branch of Islam within Senegal, and it's unique to Senegal. In fact, if you really dig deep into some of their beliefs and practices, they elevate, in some sense, those who follow what's called Moridism. They almost elevate their Senegalese prophet, although they wouldn't say this directly, but they almost elevate their practice and their prophet above Islam and above their prophet uh, Muhammad. But uh, so about two million people are, have descended on this town. Um, it's about three and a half hours, four hours from where we live. Our town is almost like a ghost town. Uh, a lot of people have left for that. They have, like I said, special prayer times. They line the streets with food. Uh, they spend millions of dollars on this event. It's going to be all weekend. And it's part of the reason Last week, we were supposed to finalize paperwork for land we're purchasing, but uh, all the big uh, government officials that we need to, to verify everything, they've gone to Tuba already, so they're, they're taking a week or two off, so it's, uh, we have to wait till they get back, but other than that, things are going great here. Uh, we're just trying to stay cool. How about there in Dominican Republic? How are you and your family doing? We must be on the same uh, weather pattern because it's very hot here. And uh, that's good for me, losing weight. I've been sweating a lot lately, but uh, we have a real big uh, youth rally this weekend. Um, we have many churches from out of town coming, so we've been doing a lot of work, prep work for that. So uh, be in prayer for that. We've got a couple of preachers going to be preaching the gospel, preaching messages to edify young teenagers. We're hoping to have over 100 uh, teenagers there this weekend. So Anyway, uh, just working hard in ministry. And today, we, you know, some topics are more difficult. Some are more about stress. Some are about trials. This one's kind of a fun one today. Uh, Ryan Hayden, friend of the show, Ryan Hayden, Pastor Ryan Hayden, who pastors Bible Baptist Church in Mattoon, Illinois, uh, recently started a uh, blog. And a couple of his first um uh, blogs were about missions and missionaries. And we know uh, Brother Hayden is someone who loves missions and missionaries, and that comes out in his uh, articles. But he has a really interesting and I think thought-provoking article that Josh and I want to review. Uh, it's about missionary presentations, and we might say it comes from a different angle. Now, he's actually written a few posts about this, but we're going to concentrate on the very first one. And I think the title is uh, basically against missionary videos and uh, kind of very thought-provoking ideas. So, Josh, why don't you jump us, uh, jump off today here and start us off and explain maybe a little background to this and uh, maybe we'll get us started in on this article. Well, this is social media one-on-one right there. When you start a new blog, you want to get a title out there that's going to catch your attention and get people talking. And this sure does, you know, against missionary videos. What is that all about, right? And so you dive in and uh, I, I was privileged. <laughs> exactly. Anytime you see anything like that, yeah, it piques your interest. And so we look through it and look, I have to say that there's a lot I agree with. And and uh, I do think he did do a follow-up article. We'll go through this one to clarify some things. But um, for, but I was privileged to be able to interview Ryan a while back. Uh, they have uh, he's got this technology company he does on the side uh, as well as being a pastor. And I'm excited about that avenue and how the Lord is using him in that way. But um, so when I saw this, I thought, all right, I saw he posted it on Twitter, and he was kind of giving a little bit of an analysis and uh, kind of wetting your whistle for what it would be about. And yeah, he dives right in, letting you know right away, look, I'm, you know, I'm not against technology and I'm not a Luddite and all of that. I, I own a technology business and all of that. And obviously, right. So, so 
what is this point? And, and here's, here's how I would summarize maybe the point I took away. He just does it in a, he, he gets more deeper into it than the way, for example, um, Tom Arnold, who was the media director for BIMI. Uh, I think he still might be, or if he's not, he's retired. He's still involved. I think Don Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Actor. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, Tom Arnold, whoever that guy is doing. So Don, yeah, Don Arnold, um, he came in when they were talking about doing missionary presentations and he did all the videos for BIMI and he came into our candidate school and he basically said, do you know how to hold a camera steady and at, at least take a video? If not, don't even try, forget it. Just do pictures. Right? So he was, that was his way of just saying, if you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. And that's kind of what's being said in this post. And I have to say, I kind of agree. Now you, you, Eric, you just did a missionary video. You had some guy just kind of throw it together. And, uh, yeah. man, it- <laughs> and, and honestly, you know, going with what Ryan's saying, I can see that there's some aspects that we're going to add in with the, the guy I had to deal with this last time, because he really <laughs> just like, he, we wanted to throw the kitchen sink and everything. And so you really do sometimes have to, you know, rein people in because they just, they want to, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. known to man. No, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> it's All right. right. So let's jump into it. Let's jump and, uh, into this article. I yeah. love the first phrase here. He says, this is, this is to get you to read the rest of the article. He says, I despise missionary videos and think missionaries should go back to the simple photo slides. I mean, that, that's got, that's a good hook. Isn't it, Josh? Sure. That, uh, you know, you got to catch you right away. And I, you know, it kind of summarizes what he's talking about. Why does he despise them right away? You're thinking, okay. And I'll be honest with you. I've sat through some missionary videos where it's kind of like you get the same feeling. It's, um, man, if you don't, and I think this is what Ryan's trying to get across in his article. If you don't know what you're doing, then just don't do it. Don't worry about it. Simple is better. And I'll be honest with you, the way technology kind of works, you watch trends come and go, and it always comes back to what is more simple? What What's the simple way of doing things? It's kind of like fashion. You know, fashion comes and goes and it comes in stages. And what used to be uh, out of style 10 years ago that was in style 20 years ago is now back in style. You know, it just so technology kind of works that way. You find some new fancy techniques, but you really all you need if you're a missionary is just learn the fundamentals and don't try to get too fancy and keep it as simple as possible. But yeah, I, uh, it's definitely catches your eye when you read that. I despise missionary videos. What, what about, have you had the experience where, okay, it's one of two things. You're watching somebody else's missionary video and you're either like, Oh man, I got to follow up on this. This is my videos next. There's it's nowhere near this quality or you're thinking, Oh, this poor guy, he needs help. Right. It's one of the two. Well, it's funny because of my background when I, uh, younger, I really was into film. Like I said, I interned to the documentary and I've always loved that. And then when we started making our missionary presentations, I tried to involve people who could do the things I wanted to do, but couldn't do by myself. So when we would go to see a missionary presentation, like as you mentioned, someone ahead of us who might have had a really, really great presentation, it was always encouraging. I, I think um, I think the key maybe element that's not mentioned in this article exactly, uh, or it doesn't stick out to me, which is really your your video presentation, your presentation with your words on your on your presentation, you know, your presentation behind you on your, at your table, your prayer cards, everything really kind of needs to have a point. Um, I think what's happened is there's a lot of videos that get made. And like you say, uh, he says in the article too, like you can tell someone just tried to throw in a lot of things, but it's not really telling the story and it's not connecting with who this person is, what they're going to do or what they're doing. And I think that's kind of maybe the point of this and why Someone like Ryan, who has a keen eye, like my wife, there are things she'll see about decorating that maybe someone has really kind of hodgepodge it, you know, and it, it bothers her more than just having a plain wall because she has a keen eye for that. I think that's probably the same way with Ryan. He's so technologically savvy that to see it done really poorly and just kind of like, hey, I'm going to do a missionary video like uh, Saving Private Ryan, that it just kind of uh, messes with your mind. No, I agree. I think the more geeky or nerdy you are in whatever field you're into right the more analytical you are and the more you break down 
those different things. And it's true in any field, right, that you're in. You look at somebody's work, you're a plumber, and you look at somebody who's not a plumber do, trying to do the work of a plumber, and you're like, ah, that doesn't look too good. Or, uh, you know, and so you're always going to analyze and be more critical of an area that you have an expertise in. Um, but I but I agree, you know, missionaries need to find if you're going all out in a video and we're going to, he's going to read, you know, he, he first touches on why they're popular and why missionary videos can be uh, profitable. But, um, I would say, you know, if you're a missionary, we're, and we'll, we'll get to that. Like, you got to know why you're doing it. What's your reason behind it? What, what's the pros and cons to just showing pictures as opposed to doing video. And for me, and we'll, let's get more into detail after but for me a video is all about story um not just about reporting what's going on and visualizing because you can show what's going on in a picture if you're just giving an update and i do like this idea of being able to get into details with with going through pictures like they used to in the slides um you could talk about details something might pop in your mind that you weren't thinking of and with a video you're stuck with just that one video being used Whereas um, if you decide to go a video route, it, it is all about story. What's the story you're telling? But uh, that, that's a whole nother issue. Let's, let's continue with, um, you know, obviously that's a strong statement. I despise missionary videos. I think missionaries should go back to simple photo slides. But then he says, well, let's share why. He says, I understand why missionary videos are so popular. So number one, he says they're easy to share. You can upload them to YouTube. I upload mine to Vimeo and they can be downloaded by anybody, anywhere. Um, they can, they are always the same length. Okay, that's definitely a pro. Um, Eric, when you make videos or in the past, of course, we were joking about who you had make your most recent video. Is I did, I put it together for you, of course. And uh, uh, anyways, well, we can talk about that in a minute. But um, usually when I'm doing a video for myself, I'll make about two or three versions of it. One's going to be a five minute version. I'll do another one around seven to eight minute version and then a longer version, depending on what, again, what story do I want to tell? How much time do I have in the church? And what I would I rather have the church visualize through video uh, what what's going on here in Senegal or would I rather just stand up and give an in-person testimony? And again, I think there's pros and cons to both. But again, if you can effectively tell story through video, then all by all means go through the video route. But again, uh, usually when you're if you had the opportunity, you know, a pastor said either show your video or get up and give a personal testimony, you you got one of the two choices, what would you rather go with for sharing with the church what's going on? Well, it's in this is, I think that depends on every missionary. For instance, I was watching a missionary conference online this past week and I felt really bad for this young man, sharp guy. Uh, he had a real decent video that explained well the country he was going to. And I do believe um, after listening to his testimony, it's obvious that he is a very intellectual young man. It sounds like he was a school teacher before, but it was obvious after about the first five or six minutes, he was not very dynamic. And I, I know the church he was at. I know the clientele, the, the church members who were sitting there. And I'm guessing it was very difficult to listen to five or six minutes, whereas his video was very aesthetically pleasing. And I understand that sometimes those, even in our natural English language, you know, that doesn't mean you're not going to be a good missionary because you can't communicate in five minutes in front of a church that's not your home church. Um, the people like Josh are tend to be very dynamic and they can tell long stories and it's, it's very interesting. Not everyone has that. So for me, I like a story that has forced me over the time to make this video to compress it to tell the most important parts because most people when they get talking and this is what we're going to talk about a little bit later on. They can just they can one forget yes. or two yep. get totally off to the side and miss the key part. And a video makes you stay on point, be concise, and tell the most important thing. So that's why I like it. And then what I'll do is I adapt whether I get the time beforehand. Sometimes I'll say, Pastor, play my video and I'll come up and talk afterwards. Or sometimes I'll introduce the video. So it depends. But I have adapted what I'm going to say specifically to that church that congregation, those who may be around, but the video keeps us, keep the main thing, the main thing, if you will. No, that's a great point. And he follows up. There's two more points that Ryan makes in this article on why they're popular. He said they can 
be compelling and professional if they're well done. And they can make a missionary seem like he really has his act together. Now, I'm not sure what the, you know, where, where he's coming from with that statement, right? Like everybody has different experiences where, uh, you know, somebody seems to have it together and maybe then you get behind the scenes with them and they're just a mess. Or like you said, it could be somebody who does have their act together, but then when they get up, they're just, they don't have, their strength is not public speaking. They're not dynamic and it can be, you know, it's just a little awkward and uh, uncomfortable even sometimes listening to somebody wherein maybe what they're called to do, their strengths will shine through in the area, in the field that God has called them to. And I would just say this, just thinking about missionary videos, presentations, and what, you know, how you update your churches. I would also add, just play, play to your strengths. What is your, you know, are you, can you tell a story? Can you engage your audience in person? And can you paint a word picture by telling a story uh, if you're able to keep your audience engaged, then then play to that strength if you don't need that video. But again, if you can, like you said, I like what you said, if you can get your story that you want to tell condensing down to five minutes and you're forced to just point out the main parts, then you've communicated and you always want to leave a little bit to where at the end of the video or the end of your presentation Everybody senses, man, I want to find out more about what's going on there. I want to get on board. I haven't been paying attention, but man, he's got my attention. I want to see what God is doing there and, and will continue to do. And so you're, you're not only cultivating your partnership with your churches, but it's kind of a call to, hey, this is what God is doing. It's not about us, but it's about what the Lord's doing. And you're partnering with us in that. And so you're trying to get people excited. So it is about... I know he says here, don't worry about looking professional. I, I don't think it's, a, it's not, that's not the bother. It's not about looking professional. It's about passionately communicating what God is doing so that others get just as passionate about uh, the work as you are in it. Yeah, I 100% agree. Another thing that, you know, Ryan, I'm sure, has gone and preached to different churches, but as a missionary on deputation or furlough, I mean, oftentimes you're running in from, you know, bad traffic, your kids having a problem, you know, you get in there, you're throwing your, your, uh, your, your thing on a, a table and you're putting your prayer cards out and you're shaking hands and you've had to run to the bathroom before you get up there. I mean, you, there is sometimes the best thing to, to calm your heart right before you get up to speak is that they can play your presentation, you refocus and you're like, okay, but, um, we'll, we'll get to this a little later on. But, uh, the funniest thing is to me is this idea that, watching a slideshow would be more appealing in 2022 than, than anything else. When, you know, I've never seen a time in our lives when we're less, uh, uh, you know, bored, we're more bored by things than ever and uh, paying attention. And so I, I can see that where I would like to listen to Josh talk about those things for 30 minutes. Uh, but I would just say the average person in the church, unfortunately, is not like that. And um, we'll go on here. The first point, though, is uh, missionary videos are hard. Um, and I think this is the part where we see Ryan's background in technology. You know, to do something correctly, to do something well, to do something professional, they're not easy to put together. And Josh and I both know that from experience. I think um, – I especially know how much I like good video presentations and know how difficult they are to do. And I, I will come up with the concepts and, and know what I want to put, but I can't even, I can't do the magic as you will. And it, it takes someone with much, much more skill, whether it be professional or semi-professional to help you do it very uh, high quality. Now he mentioned something about here, getting a videographer and paying lots of money. I, I don't recommend that. I don't recommend paying thousands of dollars. I think, um, most people within their sphere, or they can go into a missionary helps organization, can find mm -hmm. someone to do it at a very reasonable price that is worth the investment. That's my opinion. I would agree. I was speaking with um, Paul Connor. He's a pastor out in Vancouver, British Columbia, and uh, he's big in the media. He he does excellent job. He's done missionary videos. Uh, he's gone overseas, and we were talking about just. I was asking him different questions about what are some things he would recommend for missionaries and preparing missionary videos, things like that. And one of the things he mentioned, I thought it was a terrific idea is if you're on the, if you're on the field on a survey trip, uh, ask the missionary or wherever you're at, find the local university and ask 
for the media department and if any of the students would like to do a project uh, of just making some stock footage you know for you and they'll they'll take the university equipment they'll come out shoot some a lot of times it's either he said it's either going to be free or very very cheap that they'll do it for um, and so that's definitely you know there's different options out there nowadays Nowadays, technology is not hard to get your hands on to do it decent quality. And, and there's everything you need to know about using anything is online. But I think to the point Ryan's trying to make is it, it takes time to perfect any skill that you're developing. It doesn't come natural. Like it's, I've been working on video editing. I've been doing it for years since I was a teenager and I'm still not up to date. I'm still not up to date with all the technology because I, I don't like all that aspect of filmmaking. I love the story. I love, I love narrative. I love story. And I've always been intrigued with being able to use video to tell a story. Um, but then when it comes down to the technical aspects of actually editing it, putting it together, um, I, I've, I'm still learning so much. But again, yeah, there's a lot of access. YouTube, I mean, you just look up how to do this and that. Learn some basics. I watched a guy the other day, uh, and he explained just how to do some nice transitions. Uh, just like I did one where he showed me, he showed you how to flip the iPhone and change the zoom setting, and it made this amazing shot that I was able to do. So, yeah, there's all kinds of things that you're able to find online. And now, one thing I would disagree with, he says in the missionary videos are hard. I would agree with that. They're time consuming. And he says, missionary videos are an unnecessary difficulty in the deputation process. Let it be big deal. You know, you're on deputation, put the work in, you know, um, if, if the Lord's allowed you to have the finances, you know, and like you said, you can, you don't need to spend thousands of dollars, um, you know, find connections. The Lord will lead you to the right people, but, um, you know, put together a video and put some hard work into it. Make it, make it, you know, as best you can, best quality you can. And uh, I think it's possible. It can be done. I, I think maybe what Ryan means to say, we know that he did this in a way that was, I think, meant yeah. to be provoking, uh, thought provoking. Um, I think what he probably should have put sure, in this sure. point is basically in bold print. If you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. Like, Get someone to help you. Um, there, some of my favorite missionary videos were very simple. Um, had mostly did have mm -hmm. slides. Maybe use what we call the Ken Burdens effect, which is a photo, and you're just moving slightly in right. or slightly out. Right. That's very, that very provoking and and very uh, you know moves you to emotion and, and sentiment. Um, I think the key here, though, is they are hard to do if you don't know what you're doing. Get someone to help you. I think that's kind of the key here. Absolutely. You, you find those. That's what being a team is all about. That's what missions is about. It's about partnering and learning how to adapt to things that you don't understand and know. And so, yeah, if you're a missionary, again, a lot of times missionaries, we do have the mindset that we don't want to spend a lot of money on something that may not be necessary and that isn't exactly advancing the cause of Christ per se. And in some ways it isn't a necessity for advancing the cause of Christ. I think it can be a useful medium. It's definitely an effective tool to help cultivate awareness and increase awareness so that people can better pray so that young people are more aware of what's taking place so that when God works on their heart, uh, you know, this place of the world might pop up in their mind if they're thinking about missions. I want to put together a video and and share story and share narrative that's memorable so that, yeah, at the end of the conference, if God's working on somebody's heart, the images of Senegal are popping up in their mind as they're talk, thinking about surrendering to missions. And so I think it, it can be a useful tool. But a lot of times missionaries, we thought, well, I'm not going to put a lot of money into it. I don't have much time. Let me just throw something together uh, together you're better off just giving a personal testimony. Don't just slap it together. Find somebody who knows what they're doing. If you can't, then like, like he says in the article, well, then just put together some pictures and, and share. Uh, but you have to, like we mentioned earlier, beware that you don't just ramble on when you're not chained down to the time limit of a video. Well, we're a video, we're, I, getting, to, we're I, getting to that point a little later on. We're getting to that point a little yeah. later on. This next one is, this has happened to all of us. 
this has happened to all of us. If you have a missionary presentation, his sub point is they're hard to play in church. Even the biggest and best churches, you just, you know, I think most people agree the devil is in the sound system all the time, you know, in the visual, uh, the visual aids as well. Like for whatever reason, I mean, you can't even explain it. You, you've got your, your video downloaded on YouTube or you've got it on an archive and you hand it in zip drive to someone. And for whatever reason, even the biggest and best churches, they don't work or the color schemes are off. I mean, that is true. And that's why, once again, if you're basing everything on your ministry, kind of expressing yourself on that video and it didn't work, you are up, you know, you're up the creek without a paddle there. And you you literally need to have in your mind, this is what I'm trying to express. Now, I believe this video is a wonderful tool to express it better maybe than me for another five minutes. But very often you get to a church and they don't have a projector. I've been to lots of churches. They don't have that stuff. And I don't bring it along anymore like I did 20 years ago or 15 years ago. Uh, right. Um, but but it, it's the message you have. That's the key. And I think that's what Ryan really is getting at. I would agree. And I would say, you know, to his point, he makes a, a good missionary presentation can make it look like you have it together. And, but as a missionary, you should have it together, right? And I think you should be aware of the challenges and the that that comes with using media. That's why when we come, I have whatever video we've done, I've, I have it on at least two USB okay, keys in case one fails. And then I have it in several different formats at diff several different file sizes. And I haven't done this yet, but one thing this article made me think of, which I'll probably think about doing now, I always had a backup. I'm always ready with a story or something in case the video fails to either fill the time until they get the video running or to just use that time. So never just stand there with dead space being like, oh, okay, I hope this comes back on. Oh, Right. Do something to fill that void and not make it awkward. But then as well, and I think I'll do this on our next trip back to the States. I think I'm going to do both a video and then have a photo backup if the video is not compatible. And I usually try to do, you know, several different formats so that they can transfer. If they're Apple, I want to have, you know, the uh, Apple format. If it's, you know, Windows or whatever it may be, several different formats to make sure it's compatible. The IT guy can move it over. And either that or and then have like a photo backup that they can just throw the photos over and uh, you can just talk through the photos. I think as a missionary, you should be ready for anything. I mean, you live on the foreign mission field. That's your literal life is just being ready for anything. You never know what's coming around the corner when you're living on the foreign field. And uh, I think the same should be true when you're visiting churches that you need to be ready for anything, any sort of media blackout or anything that's just not working. Uh, make sure you're ready for that and you got it backed up. So that I totally understand. We've had our share of technical difficulties um, and, and you just, you work with it, you go with it, try not to make it awkward. And, uh, and you don't, you don't make the church look bad either. Like, Oh, come on. You, you guys got to can't get this together. It's 2022. You got, you can't get equipment working. So, Hey, it is what it is. So, all right. So we move on to number two, which he writes and says, missionary slides are great. <laughs> okay. Now, how many people under the age of 30, if you say missionary slides are great, are they going to be like, what is that, like a dance move or something? Like, what? What's a missionary slide? Okay, so do you remember slides growing up? I do. And, and I would say when if I were staying next to Ryan, he said missionary slides are great. I would say, are they really? <laughs> are they really? Because I, I remember being as a kid sitting through a lot of missionary slides, even a young adult, a uh, young man. I remember. Uh, one in particular person, and I guess they just didn't listen to how many minutes this pastor told them they could go, and it was quite long <laughs> and quite extensive and seemed very repetitive uh, of the uh, photos we were seeing. Yeah, unfortunately, many of us missionaries work in countries where time is is no longer relevant. It's not a relevant issue to the product of it. You know, productivity and time don't go together. And so in most countries, in fact, what makes 
a productive use of your time is the cultivating of relationships. And you do that through sharing and talking. And so I think missionaries translate that when they go back to the field that, well, I've got to fit this story in and I need to, well, let me just tell this one more story. And they're so used to having just spent four years in a country where you spend hours just sitting down chatting with people. That's just not how it works nowadays. And I understand what he's saying. He says, obviously, I don't want us to go to back to using slides, but he likes the modern equivalent. He's proponent, He's a proponent of, let's just go to PowerPoint files with some photos in it, he says, and a missionary can talk it through. So we've already pointed out right away just some of the pros and cons of that being a missionary can go long-winded. I remember sitting through slides. And again, it's not to say one was more professional than, than the other, but what do you remember most about the missionary was generally things he brought like for show and tell. And I'm speaking as a kid, right? And how exciting he was. Was he, did he engage you and make you excited? And that, that again, that has partially to do with personality, partially that's to do with, you know, uh, communication skills. And so, like we said at the opening of this podcast, I think you have to play to your strengths and if you can make a video that will portray your passion more effectively than losing track and going 20 minutes on one photo, then uh, I'd say go with a video. And another thing, too, is I don't disagree that slides are great because I personally like to have a, a, a slideshow and PowerPoint. Very simple. He's, he's right about this, too. You know, the backgrounds have to be simple, you know, aesthetically you don't want just a lot of things confusing your brain you want these photos to be the key and so i agree with that as well and i also agree in certain settings slideshows are wonderful for instance and very often i'm given about 25 minutes in a uh, sunday school class well you know it's hard to jump in give an introduction and to preach any kind of message or teach any kind of message on missions for 25 minutes you can it's it's, it's easy but i also find that a slideshow where you kind of go through a little more extensively than what you're normally given up from the pulpit. The pulpit, usually the maximum you're going to be given is 15 minutes. It's usually closer to 10 nowadays. And as you're taught as a missionary, you want to be under that time. So we're always fighting, not going long winded. But when you're given a Sunday school class or maybe a youth group, um, a slide presentation does allow you to go 20, 25 minutes, show certain slides. So I don't think we're, we, we disagree with Ryan that there's potential in this, but I think the idea that it replaces the video is not something I'm necessarily on board for. Sure, I agree. And I, I think maybe if if he had a couple missionaries visit his church and they go about 30 minutes over time, then it might change your mind a little bit. But but again, we're, we're speaking from experience because we, we know we're missionaries. And I know personally, if you give me, if you give me an hour, I'll go an hour, no problem. And so uh, we can, we can ramble on, you know, and go on and on. Uh, so I, again, I would say, yeah, I, I definitely would have a video ready, have some pictures ready, have a slideshow ready. Like Eric said, if you're doing a 30 minute Sunday school class, well, you're going to be able to just, you can help your audience visualize better what it is that you're doing on the field, have a little more fun with it. And uh, whereas with a video, again, like I said earlier, you're telling a story with a video. What's the story you want to tell? Have an opening, a closing. There's no big plots. You're just, you're just telling a story of what God is doing on your mission field. Whereas you could get creative with, with the, uh, pictures i i think the idea of saying that like slides are great are a little bit like the guys nowadays you see if you go to walmart different places they're buying records again you know they buy these record players and they're they're putting right. records out and, and they're like this, this is awesome until they realize you got to flip the record you know and it's just like you know <laughs> they, they have their place there's a nostalgicness to this and there's probably in ryan's life and other people i have very vivid memories of seeing slides and being moved for the first time uh, understanding what a missionary is. I remember the very first missionary I met who was in Papua New Guinea, and I remember being very affected. So th th we're not disagreeing with that. But I will say, as I just watched a missionary video the other day, uh, this gentleman, young man I was explaining earlier, you know, he was going to a country, I won't, I won't say the country, um, but he just had some stock footage of the place he's going to. 
it had nothing to do with what he was going to do, but you understood he's going to go plant churches, he's going to lead people to the Lord, a tough country. And you saw the beauty of the country. You saw the vastness of the country. And just in a few seconds, there's not one photo, if you just did the still, that could express what we saw in 10 seconds of video. And I think that's the tool. Now, what Ryan gets at is doing it professionally and doing it nicely, uh, not being distracted with the the music and, uh, you know, just doing it correctly. But I felt like when I when I saw this video, I thought, yeah, this is where I would disagree. But like just watching 20 seconds of this video, um, it would be really hard-pressed to explain that in, in 10 photos. Yeah, I agree. And that kind of leads us to his third point. He said, missionaries shouldn't care about looking professional. Um, you know, I agree to that to an extent, Defi depending on what you define as professional. If Because to make a professional quality presentation requires a lot of time. And that's time that a lot of missionaries just don't have because it's not just time putting it together. If you don't know what you're doing, that's hours and hours of learning how to do it. And maybe that's just not your wheelhouse and that's okay. That's where we made the point earlier. Find somebody who does know what they're doing. Find somebody, you know, every church has an IT guy. Every church has that guy, right? That kid who just, they know what they're doing. They have, they're gifted with it. They just have that, they have that niche and they're able to do it. You know, I would, he says, you know, missionaries, if you're reading this, you are not professionals. You aren't graphic designers. You aren't selling software. You are missionaries. Just be missionaries. And I, and I definitely understand what he's saying. Don't sweat so much, you know, trying to come up with this perfect video because at the end you're just, it's not going to look that great if that's not your wheelhouse. And so again, keep it as simple as possible. But you could still learn at the same time. Technology is advanced to where, look, I use what's called Canva.com, all right? Canva, I am not a graphic designer. I'm not a graphic artist. I do not, I don't have an eye for it. But Canva is all, it's all intuitive. It's all, you, they, they pre-set up your templates. You type in what you're doing, whether it's a YouTube thumbnail for a video you've done, whether it's a graphic, a chart, anything, even stock footage for whatever country you're in or anything, you can find it on this canva.com and you throw it together and then you, you, know, you source it to whatever file you need. And that's what I use. I didn't have to learn anything. I just had to learn how to copy what other people are doing. That's good and throw it together. So you can learn it just, it all depends on how much time you want to put into it. But would you agree, uh, Eric, that should, should a missionary not worry about looking professional and i think the context is with his media presentation should a missionary just be like ah, it's not a big deal you know is that well what you i got find i find that? that i find it funny and once again we're saying these things very much tongue-in-cheek we we love ryan oh, of and course. we encourage to talk to him but like i think about that you know if ryan received an email from a person opposed to a letter that had just even the simplest letterhead which one would you like? Well, email's fine over, a, 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 you know, a letter that had a nice letterhead. I mean, obviously, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, some professionalism to it. Now, I think what Ryan is actually speaking to is this idea of maybe one, one, and this is something we didn't really speak about, is maybe not even portraying exactly who you are. There's, there's, a, there's a part of, for a lack of a better term, um, you know, being plastic and not real uh you you could be making a video that portrays something that's not necessarily the reality uh I, I think both of us can say that we've seen things like that videos like that and maybe ryan has come across that some too where he knows the realities opposed to what's being being portrayed on a video and so you have to be very accurate with that but i think it all comes back to i think there's nothing wrong with being professional uh in, in your presentation and i'll give you an example because you were talking about this um we have had all wide spectrums in our video presentations. I, we've literally paid videographers, not nearly the amounts that Ryan's talking about here. We got them far reduced, uh, but to do special projects right. where we're trying to do a fundraiser, we had videographers come here to the island and make special videos that were of the highest quality because that was their profession. Um, and we felt we needed to make that investment and the Lord repaid us and blessed us with that. Um, then we have people like yourself who are, you know, you probably could do that as a living or right there, you know, and we had a, a, a very high quality film. And then there were times when I didn't have uh, 
professionals, but people who were good at it. And so I made it a very simple uh, story with simple music, um, simple script, but conveying the idea. And so all three of those times, the tools were greatly used and we tried to do it be as professional as possible, but understanding that, you know, this is not the nightly news. This is not a Steven Spielberg production, but it is conveying uh, something that is aesthetic to the eye. And as he mentioned early on, they are easy to share. And if you meet a pastor or meet a prospective church, you want to be able to share it with them in a very succinct time that they can watch a three to five minute video and get a snippet of your heart because a lot of times they can't give you 20 minutes on the phone. You can't go get coffee with them. And so I do believe that there, the, the professionalism is important if it's real and uh, if it sticks to the point of uh, who you are and what you're doing. When I think that's what the bottom line is, is effective communication, right? Um, I just read an article the other day speaking to um, church websites and how this guy had done his own research and just, he said, most church websites I go to have more information that I don't need and not enough of the information that I am actually looking for. And, um, which can be true. It, it's, it is hard to communicate, um, third through a third party because medium, the, the point of mediums of media is you're communicating, uh, an idea, you're communicating a thought you're communicating this a story through this third third means. You're not just using words to convey. You're taking video and audio and, and music, and you're putting it all together to tell this story. And so I would say I agree with Ryan. You don't have to worry about looking professional, but you do need to take very seriously how you communicate. I think missionaries need to, to do their, put their work in, especially... If it's not a skill set that you're natural at, if you're not a natural communicator, maybe you're very effective on the field you're serving in. But when it comes to standing up in front of an American audience, you get a little shy. Sometimes the words don't come out. Well, you can you can develop that and cultivate that not to become a carnal, you know, motivator, motivational speaker. But just learn to effectively communicate God's vision. I think it's honoring to God. And so that when you learn to effectively communicate the professionalism, yeah, it's going to vary. I've seen missionary videos that somebody they threw together using like an iPhone. Not everything was perfectly executed, but they got across the point and it left an impression because you understood what they were communicating. Whereas you can do a professional video and it falls flat because you're just going through cliche after cliche and you haven't really been able to effectively portray your heart. So that's really one of the things the missionaries have to learn to balance is that is that professionalism with just being able to convey your heart. And I think it just it meets somewhere in the middle with just learning to effectively communicate through whatever medium you have been tasked to communicate with. Yeah, I agree. And it's funny because I think, once again, maybe it's not specified in this. Now, we talked about Brian did kind of a follow-up um, blog post called Missionary Videos Part 2. And basically, he talks about how he, instead of reading prayer letters, um, he sets up times, calls missionaries on Zoom, um, will record that conversation, and later on edit it down, maybe throwing in some pictures to kind of go along with it. And, you know, he he talks about in that in that article how he talks to them directly, asks questions where he feels like the, the church would want to hear. Things like, tell us who you are, where you serve, who you're serving with, what does a typical week look like for you, what are your projects, so it's like and how we can... Kind of like a podcast, like a missionary perspective podcast. Almost like <laughs> very very often it, it sounds a lot like that. But th this is the part that I kind of made me laugh and smile is that he does it in video form, records it, edits it, and then plays it for his people instead of reading a prayer letter because he find they find that, you know, visually attractive, which I think is funny because let me give you an example. I think it's kind of funny. What is usually maybe, let me ask you this. What do you think is probably usually the most boring part of a church service anywhere that's not your church your church service? It's easy. What is it's it? Gonna, it's going to announcements. I it's the announcements. It's the announcements. It's 100%. It's the announcements. And so what do new churches do to spice up the announcements? Well, they, they still play give the, the video and it, 
they play videos and then if they're really smart they play it at the end or during the offertory or, or you know offering or something like right. that but yeah so yeah the placement so be it but what do they do they record the same announcement right. that the pastor would give you but for whatever <laughs> reason you go hey this video is kind of cool i'm interested in this video it's i think when i thought about this article it made me laugh which it's hilarious because ryan basically does the same thing for these instead of reading a prayer letter he has right. the missionary telling and but why is it more interesting well one video is more you know visually aesthetic second it is the heart of the missionary he's responding to the question he it's not pre-packaged and, and that's i think what ryan's really getting at it's not fabricated it's real and that's that's why i want to encourage with our last video josh helped me do one of my favorite things to do in videos and the things I enjoy seeing is almost like a documentary style where the missionary is speaking to the camera, where he is looking like he's being interviewed and he's talking. And that's what Pastor Ari and Pastor Elias did. And we got really great responses because Josh did it very well, but also because the content was, hey, I'm listening yeah. to what they're saying. And so I think ultimately that's kind of what Ryan's saying is, Jake, let's have the missionary explain in their own words and emotions what the Lord has called them to do. And that's it. And, you know, he kind of closes it by saying, let missionaries be missionaries, not marketers. And I agree. That's that's one of the aspects that I never loved about it, but it was a reality of missions that we just don't speak openly about often is that you're, you're, you're not judged as a person based on how sharp your materials look and how professional it looks. But again, it's just this, the state of, of where we are in Western culture, that those things are important. It's kind of like part of the whole package when taking somebody into consideration, they're going to look at a guy. I had a pastor tell me, <laughs> He said, Josh, he was against uh, missionaries growing facial hair. And he said, Josh, if I had two packets and one missionary had facial hair and the other one didn't, I'm taking the guy without facial hair. And I said, well, you know, what if the guy, you know, is this, this, and this? he's like, I don't care. That's and I, like, well, you're judging just based on the cover. He's like, I don't care. That's just me. And we were joking because he supports us. Right. So not a big deal. I grow. Well, I don't know if you call it a beard, but whatever's coming out of my face there, it's, you know, some sort of facial hair. But so we, we were having a good laugh about it. But um, but in some sense that there's reality to what he was saying, that pastors are inundated with all these packages every single week. And what is the request to become a financial partner? So they're going to be looking and considering, all right, what part of the world are you in? What mission board are you with? And then, you know, does your packet look like you've got it together? And even if, and what your packet says and what your presentation says is that even though I may not know how to do this, I can at least find somebody to partner with me that does know how to do it. So that means I can be a team player because if you're, if you're just out there doing everything on your own, well, that's not really how missions works in the end. And so I think, I think it is important to take a lot of thought and time. Yes, I, I would hope and trust that pastors aren't viewing you as a salesman coming in trying to sell yourself. And it's not about marketing. But again, on the other end, for the missionary, it's part of the process. You need to, to put your best into it understanding that this is for the Lord. It's his work. This is part of the process. And we want to be as effective as we can in communicating the calling and the passion that God's given us. That's my take on it. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I'll add one last thing here. I, I believe when you see prayer cards and you see a background, you see a video and when you see they've been, they've been thought through and they've been, you know, I won't say professionally done. I think everything's professionally done unless you're doing it by hand because somebody's making it. Um, you know, in that sense, I think what it's showing is that, you know, it it's important to you. It's important to you. I mean, uh, none of those guys that have churches are going to, you know, have tracks or, or signs or anything that they don't feel like it's going to do the best thing to portray that it's something that's important. But we, we would agree with Ryan 100% in the idea that, We've both been in mission conferences where we've seen people who have all those things, but after knowing them for five or 10 minutes, you realize there might be some problems here. You know, um, 
what whatever the situation is, it may not be a true if they have a true passion or 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 what. And unfortunately, you know, Ryan has probably seen lots of missionaries come through that seem to have it all together, and they got a prayer letter one day that that it didn't work out. And so right. I think uh, the heart there is right. right. And I think it'd be fun to have Ryan on and talk about this and uh, to go on a little further. But uh, it was a fun conversation. I am pro missionary video, just by the by the way. Definitely. And, you know, no, Ryan, if you're listening to this, this is coming from a place of love. And uh, we appreciate what you do, uh, helping missionaries, uh, you know, go back and listen to his interview. And hey, go on and subscribe or follow his uh, blog. I'm going to pull it up here mm-hmm. real quick. It is Pastor, Pastor Ryan Hayden. Ryan.com, right? Pastor Ryan Hayden.com. Mm-hmm. He's on Twitter. He's always sharing stuff. <laughs> That's right. So go on there and uh, follow his blog. Let him know you appreciate uh, his articles. A uh, lot of thought-provoking articles there. And uh, check out our interview we did with him earlier. And uh, you'll be interested if you're into technology and all that. And so, uh, great. Well, I think this was a great discussion. And again, let's uh, let's continue to, uh, you know, just do the best, do what God's called us to do and uh, strive to do all for his glory. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might and do it for the glory of the Lord. And uh, whether it's a video, whether it's an old-fashioned slide, hey, you can glorify Jesus. You just It's our job to, uh, yeah, it's our job to get the gospel out. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. Okay, if, you, if you're not Come watching back. this, if you're not watching this, we're pretending <laughs> to go through slides. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, oh, those were the days. They, there is a lot yeah. of nostalgia connected to it. Hey, it's old record days. players, man. It's awesome. That's we right. all like nostalgia. That's right. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, I appreciate this conversation, Eric, and uh, looking forward to getting back on next week. I hope you have a great week. This is Josh Mead over here in Senegal, West Africa. And Eric Johnson in the Dominican Republic. Have a great day.